Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, like music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Well, remember we had the story about Morgan Wallen and his last minute cancellation on Sunday because he lost his voice? Mm-hmm. Well, the story is still... Um, hanging out there so here's what we know for sure okay he canceled three more shows not sure if everyone was aware of that he released a statement saying that he's on doctor ordered vocal rest so he's rescheduling those concerts for later on this year and he also said i appreciate and understand everything you do to get to my shows so it would be unfair of me to put on a show that I know will not be 100%. I'm doing everything I can to speed up the process of getting to that 100% mark. Well, if you're still suspicious about the abrupt no show, I mean, this was like, he was... Yeah, I mean, again, we talked about it. It's like, if your voice is raspy, how did this happen right before? Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe he was hoping. Like, listen, all right, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second here, and I'm not defending the decision the way he made it i did if you recall steve i had laryngitis on sunday i stayed home on monday because i couldn't talk on tuesday i was hoping that by you know drinking warm water and honey and just not speaking all day would help could he have been doing that maybe but it just seems like when you're selling a stadium, it's a multi-million dollar event. It's not like you hoping you can make it into work in the morning, right? I mean, this is not a theater. Which still, it wouldn't been wouldn't have been okay to cancel last minute. We're talking a stadium full of people, and so now there is a video making the rounds of a security guard. Uh, talking to some fans at the concert, and he says, the lost voice story is bullcrap. He says that the head of security said Morgan couldn't perform because he was too drunk to walk, and that an ambulance took him. Now, this guy's boss uh, is distancing you know, the, the man, it's called best crowd management and they're distancing themselves from this security guards statement. They posted on social media, a hired employee made false claims related to Morgan Wallen's concert. And we do not stand behind the detail in his statement. Then Morgan Wallen's management company shared that statement to 
his Instagram story and added that the guy's whole thing was made up. Every detail was false, false and even laughable. So, oh, and wait, there's more. Remember, Ellie had the story about the disgruntled fan that filed a federal lawsuit hoping for a um, class action mm-hmm. against Morgan Wallen um, because the venue had yet to reimburse her for the ticket and because the refund didn't address the out-of-pocket expenses. Uh, before it could even get going, she dismissed it without prejudice. She got a payoff. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Hope it was now, a good one. <clears throat> so sim- in, in a similar situation, um, they also floating around now with this story is back in September, Luke Combs was playing in Maine and had this situation where he didn't really have his voice, but he didn't cancel the concert with just minutes to spare as Morgan Wallen did. So here's what he did. He came out, Luke Combs came out on stage, issued a formal apology and promised a full refund. So he like faced them. He was visibly upset by letting his fans down. He struggled to keep tears away. And uh, though he wasn't really up to the task to do like a full concert, he did still perform an abbreviated set for free, essentially power through uh, as best he could. In fact, Billie Eilish did this recently whenever they were, uh, she was somewhere in Europe, I believe in Europe, and they had to cancel the concert due to a big storm coming through as an outdoor venue. But she, and she was like, look, they're forcing us to go away. We can't do the show, but we're at least going to sing you a few songs. They did, and then they rescheduled the concert for, I believe, a night or two later. So those fans ended up winning. But something to be said for coming out and facing the stage. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. for instance, when I think back um, to when you said you had laryngitis, and I was obviously skeptical (laughs) and figured this is another one of her lies. Uh. But when you called me, and with the voice of some sort of a villain from an 80s cartoon <laughs> said, Hey, Houston, mm-hmm. we have... Can you play the audio, Donna? Do you have it there? Sure, here it You're comes. You are able to pull it up yesterday. This Ready? was the proof to me that, oh, Donna's sick. Hey, Houston, I think we have a problem. <laughs> now, had Morgan Wallen taken That's a play horrifying. out of Donna's I know, playbook? I, I don't know. Not out of nowhere I, I was sick, but yeah. Had I taken it, a page... I would have just you know, had sent more you more than taken a page out of your playbook. Oh. What he could have done was just come out, and then if you tap the mic and say, "I got bad news, everyone," instantly, you skip over the anger, or at least you really, really subdue the anger and the frustration that a stadium full of your fans felt, because then they get it. But it, it only makes matters worse when it was the news was delivered the way it was, text on screen. After the opening acts, after everything else, after beers had been bought, burgers had been eaten, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, babysitters have been hired. Yeah. And I get it. Sometimes, like, a cancellation will happen. But if if it was his voice, and not that he had been out partying that day, if it was, there's a better way to handle it. If it was that he was out partying all day, I'm going to play just to run this side of the argument out. Wouldn't it be in the best interest of his PR team to cancel a few more tours uh, yes. uh concerts right as a way of just of managing the situation uh, yeah i would just say i too am skeptical the the way they handled it is very and you have to think that some of these people who work these venues may or may not have to sign ndas 
you know, I've, generic I've done ones. those events. You do have to sign NDAs depending on what your position is within the festival. Yeah, but it's really hard to litigate an NDA when it comes to something as big as an event, like an event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you do know everything. Right. right. And you see no. everything. Oh, you mm-hmm. see everything. Uh, and the mention of an ambulance, why would he just, why would the security guard just. If there was an ambulance in? on site, every one of the event staff would have known about it. Right. And that's very easy to verify, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't buy the ambulance thing. Um, I feel like there could be an ambulance on site anyway, and it would be easy for someone in a game of telephone to say, oh, Morgan Wallen just went away because we just saw that he couldn't walk back." Or maybe or he was in the ambulance and they're trying to give him an IV, you know, to get some fluids in thing. him. Different kinds. Um, yeah. I, I also think that you could get a doctor. We used to have the uh, backstage butt doctor segment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where Rocco's dad would tell stories of when he was backstage and working as a doctor. I'm, I'm just saying back within your own camp, I think there would be a way where you could pass a lie detector test. And I'm not suggesting that this is what he did. I don't really have an opinion. I don't know enough to really say, here's what I think he did. But for the sake of this conversation, you could get a doctor within your camp to say, yeah, it is probably best that you rest for a few days, you know, sign on the dotted line. And now you can say... We've been instructed by a doctor to take a few days off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, One more quick thing. Did he or did he not go to rehab after that incident with his friends? Because there was, they were coming back from partying and he used very bad word on one of his friends. Racist language. Yes. Back in 2021. I thought Um, he went and did all the work. Okay, I'm going to Google that. I don't know. Let's, let's uh, yeah, yeah, he did. After the interview, checked himself in. He did? Okay, so there's okay. another reason why they would not want that to get out, you know, after sure. doing all that work. Anyway, we got to go. We got to go. go. I'm sorry. When we come back, pretzels and marshmallows. Yeah, we're going to do a segment on both of those. <laughs> Hope you're hungry. That's not- oh, hey, guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant, who want to remind us of the dangers of texting and driving. You know, there are some some pretty alarming statistics out there. Uh, Mike Bryant, for example, tells me that approximately 3,000 people die each year from texting and driving, along with other distracted driving behaviors. Mike says, you know what? It would be great if we could all make it a goal to forget about our phones when operating motor vehicles, especially when it comes to having the phone in your hand, because just two seconds of texting and driving increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. And that couple of seconds of answering a text can end a life. It can really change the trajectory of somebody's life and their future as they saw it. So please be careful out there. If you do ever find yourself in an accident and uh, resulting in injury, don't sign anything. Contact an attorney to find out what your rights are. Uh, You could find Mike Bryan of Bradshaw and Bryan at Minnesota Personal Injury. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Uh, coming up in about, I don't know, 10 minutes. The big tiebreaker, right? Or did you take the lead, no, Steve? No, no. Steve. Steve. In the lead, my friend. 46 uh, to 45. Stevie no. Boy's on a tear. I wouldn't and call I it a tear. Earlier this week, I've won the last two, and I called that this week, I just had a feeling in my gut, or if you want to spell it backwards in my tug, that I would go five for five this week. <laughs> okay, fine. I don't like what uh, you just said. That was either. horrible. Okay, that's fair. And listen, 
<laughs> Ellie, I don't know sometimes how things sound until they're already out there. And they are now <laughs> in the ether. They'll be on a podcast later today. By the way, you can download our podcast if you struggle being in the car or at your desk. Between 9 and noon, the Don and Steve Show is available as a podcast. Three individual hours put up each and every weekday. We would love it if you would subscribe to that. Are you done? Give us a five-star rating. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Not just something, my friends. Today, National Pretzel Day. I do love pretzels, especially the soft kind. I'll tell you what. This is kind of surprising. Only 65% of people say that they love or like pretzels. Well, because they can be boring. 35% of people that are saying they don't like a pretzel. I don't like the Snyder's like dry, salty cracker ones. I like soft, soft pretzels. Yeah. Or like the, the what's the honey mustard? Like oh, the, the Snyder's oh, pieces. That's crack. That is crack. <laughs> that will stuff. also give you gut rot, even yeah. though it is worth it. Those what are you so can do good. with pretzels. You're right. The standard pure pretzel, salt, pretzel, cardboardy, snappy, whatever. Those I, I still like them. I like them in dip too. I think that you should try dipping your pretzels always. more often. Definitely. Um chips always get the, the credit for dipping, but try that with a pretzel. I've also put salsa on my pretzels. Oh, that's before. a good one. When I was out of dip and I was like, you know what? Let's get some salsa on this. That's a pretty fun situation. Um but it's National Pretzel Day, and uh, there are a bunch of different places that they that are giving you kind of freebies. As usual, many of these won't apply to us here in Minnesota, but some of these will, like uh, Auntie Anne's or Auntie Anne's. If mm. you're a rewards member, mm. you can get a free original or cinnamon sugar pretzel today. Oh, yeah. But you do need the app. You need to have the app in order to get that deal from Auntie Who's Anne's. a rewards member? Like, how often are you going to get a pretzel? I think if you uh, work in the mall, that'd be a good idea. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. You're a smart person. You're, you're an app. <laughs> you're a food. You're a restaurant app shamer, aren't you? <laughs> no, you I'm are. just thinking, like, how often are you going? I get McDonald's. I get Burger King, DQ. I get all of that. But, like, how often are you going to Jamba Juice? I don't know. You I know? get text alerts from... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Chipotle and Taco Bell. You do? All I right, do. So even that I get because that's like a quick, you're in and out. Like there's no drive-through for Auntie Ong. <laughs> there should be. <laughs> That would be great. Isn't it Auntie Anne's? Aren't they the ones that have like the little, um, the little, those cinnamon sugar pretzel bites? I think so. Sweet Lord in heaven. I've had a couple of their situations at an airport, and it's been a family of six, my family, who's gathered around one little cardboard tub, (laughs) and we're all giving each other little pretzel nubs. Oh, man. But when it's hot and fresh. Oh. Oh, and the cheese, like at a ball game. 
Oh, that nacho. I love yes. that cheap, horrible nacho. Me dip. too. It's the best. Oh, How about so just a, a, just when you get the old plastic tray of those yellow nacho chips and the fake yellow nacho cheese? That is bliss. I'll get it at it's Quick bliss. Trip on a, like a nice hot Saturday and go sit in like the park. Nice, <laughs> nice hot Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. Wetzel's, Wetzel's Pretzels offering a free original pretzel today. That's nationwide from 3 p.m. until uh, they close. Here's some I don't even know about. Pretzel Maker. You ever heard of Pretzel Maker? Mm-mm. Yeah, they're uh, offering a uh, free small order of pretzel bites today. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it got me thinking. I was like, yeah, it's pretzel day. Soft pretzels are good. Pretzels are good. Whatever happened to pretzel rods? Are they still around? They're being turned yeah. into the new, what's that, that food fad that's going around the ice cream fried chicken. Everyone's using them to make like ice cream fried chicken drums right now all over TikTok. What? Really? Yeah. So that essentially is the drumstick, like the bone. Yeah, they're doing, yeah, they're trying to like do the drumstick. So it's like a, the bone is the pretzel rod, then it's like vanilla ice huh. cream. And then you like mold it and crush it up with some like, you know, like cereal or something that makes it look like fried chicken. And I'm like, congratulations, you made difficult vanilla ice cream with a pretzel in it but wow. yeah that pretzel rods they're all over tiktok right now yeah and you know like christmas wow. time people put the chocolate on the end with some little dippy stuff you know what i'm talking about yeah i do know what you're talking about Thank i you. just i just like a pure pretzel rod and they are the driest version of a pretzel that yeah. you can get by the end of one rod your your <laughs> larynx 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 esophagus <laughs> Your throat is closing. Why didn't I just say throat? I don't know. Then people would have still thought I was smart. I no, I don't think so. Lear, I have something larynx. new. Okay. There are new marshmallows coming out from Jet Puffed. It's a limited edition marshmallow that's going to change colors when it's hit with direct heat, like at a I campfire. Oh my god, they're so cool. There's orange. There's green. There's blue. There's pink. It's you know when you you can change the color of a fire. Campfire, you just put those packets in. Oh, I love in. those packets. Me too. Yeah. And this is kind of like, this would go cool with that. If it wouldn't poison you or anything by eating. <laughs> this would go cool the... with that. <laughs> anyway, they I'm look really leave. pretty. They look really pretty. Um, we'll link. I'm going to go. Okay, 651 <laughs> We're going to play a game. Call now. Game is next. I love you guys. Donna for Spire Credit Union. You guys, there are 22 Spire locations and they've got uh, saving options for, let's see, basic savings, holiday savings, budget savings, money market. Uh, certificates earn a higher rate with terms from three to 60 months. And when Spire says free checking, they mean free checking. There are no monthly maintenance fees. And Spire is, oh, this is fun, the official checking account of the St. Paul Saints. Spire has a Saints free checking account as well that comes with a custom Saints debit card. And new accounts get two tickets to an upcoming game. You gotta love that. All the convenience services too are free, like digital banking, mobile app, mobile wallet, remote deposit, uh, desktop, laptop, mobile banking. I happen to be a share savings account holder. I love the customer service. Do yourself a favor. Check out Spire at myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA. Hey, thanks for listening. 
Donna and Steve at your service on my talk 1071 everything entertainment we got I am Grant is it I am Grant I am Grant or I, I, am, I Grant. am Grant I am I am Grant similar it's this I am Groot I am Groot I know I came up with that Thanks. but we just you know why you're thinking of that because earlier I offered up Auntie Anne's as a pretzel establishment and um and it's messing with your mind i think you're right p.s you're going down it's time to attend the college of pop culture knowledge it's like quiz ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter donna donna's a smart one or steve his brain ain't right but it's fun and here's your host the big zamboni i want to see how smart you are how is everybody going, doing today? Excuse me, it's Donna, Steve, what's up? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Living the dream. Thank you. I am Grant in for the big Zamboni here. He'll be back tomorrow in action with you guys. So just one more day of me hanging out here. But we've got a little College of Pop Culture knowledge, and Alicia is on the phone with us right now. And yesterday I gave you guys the clue that we're going to be celebrating South Dakota Day for today, okay? Oh, man. All right. Okay. All right, so Alicia, who do you want to play with, Steve or Donna, for this round of College of Pop Culture Knowledge, now that you know the topic? Well, um, I think I'm going to go with Donna, please. Thank you. Um, I could Alicia. use the help. Hey, get out of here, Steve. Oh, hey. hey, Alicia, what's up? It's Steve. Um, hey, Steve. Real quick. Hey, you're my best friend. Um, why'd you stab oh. me in the back just now and go with Donna again? <laughs> um, full disclosure, I have played this game before in the past. And okay. I used you, so I thought Ooh. I would use Donna this time. Yay! Okay. Thank did you. Did we win when we played together? We did! Okay, girlfriend! All right, you're going down. <laughs> Bye now. Bye-bye. All right, so, Donna, you ready to go when we're done with this, Alicia? You can go back and take over and change any answers that Donna put in, correct, Donna? Correct. And you guys cannot communicate with each other, so, Donna, are you ready to go? Yes. All right, I'm going to ask this first question, then I will start the timer. Alicia, if you could stay quiet until the end, that would be great. In this 2007 film, National Treasure, Book of Secrets, a page from John Wilkes Booth's diary leads Nicolas Cage's character on the chase that ends at the Lost City of Gold, located within this South Dakota landmark. Oh, God, the Corn Palace? This former vice president was born in Wallace, South Dakota. His name is all over the area, including an airport and a very large iconic statue that was demolished about a decade ago. Uh, pass. Seen in seven movies, seen in movies like American Wedding, X-Files, uh, X-Men First Class, and Anger Management, this Sioux Falls native actress is best known for her role on the TV show Ma Mad Men. Um... Uh, first answer is Mount Rushmore. Second, uh, this one is the busty lady with the red hair. Okay, that's where Alicia steps in. Now, Alicia, I can repeat any of these questions for you. She said Mount Rushmore for the first one. She gave us a pass on the second one, which was a former vice president born in Wallace, South Dakota. His name is all over the area, including the airport and a very large iconic statue that was demolished about a decade ago. Do you have a name for that? Um... Another full disclosure, you guys, I'm from South Dakota. So. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> and these are actually quite tough. Um, I'm guessing John Thune. Okay. Mm. And yeah, the I'm last right. question, she said a big busty redhead. Can, well, can you repeat the question of the... Uh... <laughs> and I think that's wrong. I think I know who the other person is. Seen but... in movies in like American Wedding. 
X-Men First Class and Anger Management, this Sioux Falls native actress is best known for her role in the TV show Mad Men. I have no clue. Can't remember. I have no clue. No clue. Don't worry about it. I don't think Steve's going to do well. I don't think so. Oh, we don't have to worry about it. Thank you, Alicia. (laughs) Love the positivity over there, Donna. Dang it. All right. All right, Steve, let's wave. Come on. Now Steve has to put the mold of his ears back in. Oh, my God. He's such a diva. Just take it easy. We're on till noon. You know? That's true. Everything's going great. How did it go for you and Alicia, Donna? Mm, Pretty good. Pretty good. Oh. Amazing. Uh, Alicia? Oh, yes, indeed. Yes. I believe okay. you, Alicia, All with right. such conviction. It was so good. All right, Steve, you ready right, to go? Well, I read a book last night on South Dakota and pop culture, so let's do this. Of course oh, you yeah, did. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to start the timer after this question. In this 2000 film, National Treasure Book of Secrets, a page from John Wilkes Booth's diary leads Nicolas Cage's character on a chase that ends at the Lost City of Gold, located within this South Dakota monument. Mount Rushmore. This former vice president was born in Wallace, South Dakota. His name is all over the area, including at the airport and a very large iconic structure that was demolished a decade ago. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Seen in movies like American Wedding, X-Men, First Class, and Anger Management, this Sioux Falls native actress is best known for her role on the TV show Mad Men. Christina Hendricks? (sighs) Say it again. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to stick with it. Okay, Christina mm-hmm. Hendricks. What was your answer for the vice president again? Teddy oh, Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. That's, I knew something. Okay. I would like to now change it to a vice president, please. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point that out. All right. Okay. So let's go back and look at the answers. Both of you got the first one com- correct. It is, in Dan fact, Dan Quayle. <laughs> Dan Quayle. It is <laughs> Mount Rushmore. So that was where the, the 2000 film National Treasure led Nicolas Cage to find the lost city of gold was in Mount Rushmore. My first guess was. The Corn Palace. The Corn Palace. <laughs> I love that. Donna Valentine. Oh, gosh. Well, you should wait till I would have got you, Donna. I know you would have. Wait till you hear the last uh, answer she gave us, uh, Steve. But, okay, so second, the second question here. This former vice president was born in Wallace, South Dakota. Can I change my answer? No. No, but no. I'll let I you I mean, get, I want you to, let, let's but see no. what, Let's let you guess right now before I throw it out there. What do you, what you, what do you think? Humphrey. That's exactly who it was. Hubert H. Humphrey. Even though mm-hmm. kind of we claim him here in Minnesota, he was born in Wallace, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, Yep, and then, so you both got that one wrong. Teddy Roosevelt was definitely not a vice president, but that's okay. And <laughs> finally... He feels like he would have spent time in South Dakota, though, Yes. Oh, yeah, he was rugged. We'll roll with that. Alicia, you're my best friend. And seen in (laughs) movies like American Wedding, X-Men First Class, and Anger Anger Management, this Sioux Falls native actress is best known for her role on the TV show Mad Men. Donna said Busty Redhead. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know it's not Elizabeth Moss. No, it is January Jones. Oh, we went blonde. Okay. So that means you're tied because you both got it wrong. We got a tiebreaker to come up with here. All right. And so this works where basically the first person to say their name gets to say the answer, correct? Correct. All right. Do I get to do it too? Yes. Yes, you do, Alicia. So are you guys ready to go? Yes. Yes. Technically yes, nervous. Nervous. All right. Technically born in Washington State, but he did come on down to Mission, South Dakota, where he spent most of his childhood. This longtime TV host always reminded us to have our pets and uh, pets. Stay Donna, Alicia, Alicia. Go ahead, Alicia. She got it, Bob didn't Barker. she? Bob Barker <laughs> is correct. 
Nice. Oh, I lost on the delay. Oh. That delay cost me. It probably that's did. right. That's what you Guys, get. I'm so excited. I'm shaking. Oh, my God, Alicia. That's amazing. Oh, Alicia. Steve, that's what you get for going to Burbank. <laughs> Donna. Sorry. Oh. What does Alicia I mean, win? In- she, what does she you guys, What do you guys give her? Usually a t-shirt over here? I think so, her, unless there's something else in our Let me look in the old prize there. box I'll file. A t-shirt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a MyTalk uh, my t-shirt. Oh. Absolutely, a MyTalk t-shirt. All so right. yeah, we'll get your information here, Alicia. And uh, you guys talk amongst yourselves and I'll take care of her, okay? Okay, bye. Thank you. Love you guys. Right. Thanks, Alicia. Love you. Thank you, Alicia. We love you. Bye. Just make sure my volume Donna. isn't too loud. What? You're good. I fully won that. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 All right. I have a tip. It's more of a warning, okay? Oh. Right now is the worst time of the year for sunburns. Late April, early May. Uh... I don't know what that meant, but... Deborah Downer. Debbie. It's when you're most likely to get a really bad burn. Can I tell you a pet peeve of mine? Thank you. Sure. Okay. All right. I hate when people go, oh, it's cloudy. I don't have to put sunscreen on. You're a big dummy. All right. Here we go. The UV police is coming at you. <laughs> Scared straight. The what angle you of the... about clouds and, and, and UV rays? I just want to say that is that is an ignorant thing to say. It has just because it's cloudy doesn't mean you can't get sunburned. Just because you can't see the sun doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Thank you. Should they call it? Mm, no. What? I just I was thinking like cloud burn. There is something. People aren't nuts though, right? If you see clouds covering the sun. It's an easy mistake to make, to be like, oh, we're If you've today. never listened to the news or picked up a paper or looked on the internet, May happens to be Skin Cancer Awareness Month. That's one of the, like, worst cancers you can get if it gets into your internal yeah, organs. Yes, very, very serious. Yeah. So here's how you lower your risk. Find some okay. shade, especially between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., Opt for a wide-brimmed hat and wear sunglasses to protect your eyes. Oh, and wear a sunblock that's 30 SPF or higher. Thank you. Good night. Although I think there's a threshold for it. Like if you're getting SPF 75, I think that there's a point of where the numbers are getting higher. You're maybe paying more and you might not actually be getting that much more. Yeah, I think we get scammed or some mixed information. Scam. Scam. All right, now do you want to complain about your loss today? No, it's fine. You're right. That's just the cost of doing business in the Burbank Bureau. Mm-hmm. In, so here's how I hear the show, everybody, is I hear it in real time when I'm saying things. You hear what I say about a second later. Just a little bit of a delay that you guys get. So our listeners and, are um, actually hearing it nine seconds later. Because <laughs> no, but I mean in, in, be- but in real time how you... What I'm saying right now, you're actually hearing about a second later, not like it's a broadcast later. So the point is, <clears throat> I get it, cost of doing business. I said Bob Barker before um, anybody. But did you and say Steve before Alicia? I did Bob Barker. 
I did not hear it. No, but no, but it not that's not how it sounds on the radio okay. because of how it all came together. And so let's test your theory. Listen. On the count of three, let's all say hip hip hooray. Ready? One, okay. two, three. Hip hip hooray. Hip hip hooray. Okay. You did that on purpose. No, I didn't. Really? Oh, exactly oh wow, that is time. a big yeah. delay. That's that's uh, it's a yeah. huge delay. It's a one of the biggest delays that people have ever heard about. And so, what people are saying right now in the <laughs> letters we've delay. gotten since this, with the people, excuse me. <laughs> so, do we have to what put they said ad? is that it was one of the biggest delays in the history of delays, and that that game uh, now has an asterisk near. That's what people are saying. I was I'm not saying it. Gonna say that, yeah. I just put that on. I there. heard you say it. Too. But hey, guess what? It's forty-six to forty-six because you guys were forty-five, forty-five yesterday. Steve, 45. you won. 45. And then uh, today, Donna won. So, hey, you know what? For the fun of the game, let that asterisk go. Let the delay go and keep it nice and even and fun, right? Thank you, Grant. Hey, let me read what Steve said this morning in an inspirational text. (laughs) Let's see what he said. That was hours ago, Donna. Wait a second. (laughs) I've changed. Things have gotten different. Oh, let's see. Where did it say? Uh, Let's see. You were doing great. The girl... It will be a marvelous day of broadcasting together. Remember that many of the people who, who listen to us probably wish they had an opportunity to do what we do for a living. Wait, there's Seems more. Like a dream job. Oh. Let's, and then we'll, we can go to break. Let's operate out of love and gratitude today. It will be <laughs> difficult to have a bad day when that is our approach. And see. I just didn't know I was going to get screwed mid-show. I nix all of that from the record. I'm mad, Steve, now until noon. Hey, when we come back, Steve, uh, let's talk about the Writers Guild Association and a, a looming strike. Yeah, it seems like they're they're plotting for what could go down, I believe, on Monday. Oh, actually. wow. Uh, and then we've got a little bit about Steven Spielberg and regretting editing something out of E.T., we will tell you about that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Ah, Steve's a little bitter. Just a little. But it'll pass. And now, I, I know what this means. You just texted me mailbag, which means... <laughs> no, no, which no. Which means 1,000%. Uh-uh. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me guess. This is going to be people mailing in saying, Steve shouldn't complain because, and it'll be one of your Judys who's been listening for years and says, you know, on March 17th of 2021, Steve made this egregious rules infraction. <laughs> Mail Steve, that is not true. Just various. That was just my guess. There's just various Steve questions and comments from Sarah. Why did Steve have to go to Burbank to get pictures of his head taken? Great question. (laughs) That is such a great question, Sarah. He had to see Jeffrey. That's right. Now it sounds like I'm getting a CAT scan, (laughs) or someone's doing a bust of your head. (laughs) um do you want to answer the question 1882 picture i had 18 yes um i came out here to um meet with a headshot photographer to have some in-person meetings as well um with i'll be meeting with somebody today from mgm i'll be meeting with 
some agent tomorrow. What am I? I've never had an agent. I don't know. It's a whole <laughs> thing. There's just, just meetings out here. We have strategic meetings today, all day. It's a whole thing. I'm having lunch in Beverly Hills. I've never eaten in Beverly Hills before. Oh, fancy. That sounds like a movie. Places. Where are you going? In like Denny's? <laughs> Denny's of Beverly Hills. <laughs> All right, no, here's another one. This is from John. He says Steve Wood's only half wrong with his answer of Teddy Roosevelt. Or Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt was a vice president under William McKinley and became president when McKinley was shot in nineteen oh one or assassinated. See, I thought that too. I was surprised when he said that like no they had never been a vice president. I was like, didn't he? Where you were wrong was that he's from New York, not the Dakotas. Boy, I really should have known that, too, because I read the longest book I've ever read is called The Rise of Theodore Roosevelt. Hmm. And it's one of three parts of a sweeping biography of the life and times of Teddy Roosevelt. So there are three different installments, and I read it when I got on a history kick about a decade ago. I should have known that. Did you read the oh, John what's Adams? Steve revealed oh. a detail that makes him seem more interesting now. What? Go on, Don. <laughs> Did you ever read the John Adams books or the no, biography? I and I watched a little bit of the special, uh, the one with Paul Giamatti. Remember that miniseries? Yeah, I think of it was course. That was a great series. Yeah, I heard it was fantastic. I bailed on it after a couple episodes. Really? Bored? I presumably. Okay. I, I love know. that series. I really like Paul Giamatti. I have more emails. Haven't we determined that Steve can hear the first notes of a song that is sometimes used for the tiebreaker when he's at his house? Just saying. This is it. That's okay, Donna. And you know this, even, but I will explain it since you're not coming to my defense. The system that I am on um, at my home studio is very different than this one. Oh, this one I see. Is an internet link that I go in through, whereas the other one is like a systemy thing. So there's no delay when I'm at home. Listen, but- Ellie, while you were gone, I merely said that I lost a game because of a delay. And as you can see, the real underbelly of my talker <laughs> shows when we bring up games where their teeth are shown and they uh, they're in for blood for old stevie boy right now would you like to come to my defense Ellie? I, I, well i heard the whole thing i wasn't gone it just you know grant turned uh, my mic off and you know oh, my oh you're in the room <laughs> i didn't even notice oh. Oh. <laughs> no i did not say anything uh <laughs> so grant just came in and said a man is speaking now please mute your microphone he wanted to do your game he likes doing your game okay. he said to me yesterday right. he's like you I mean, you could do the second half hour, but I'd really like to come in and do the game because I really I like those guys and the games are really fun. I was like, wow, yeah, I, sure, good Grant yeah, we're real popular. <laughs> um, one more email here. Uh, this comes from David, who says, after the tipsy intro ends, I'm not hearing Donna go derpy derp derp derpy. You know how that goes? Oh yeah. Derpy derp derp. Are they worried about you now? Well, he just says he feels cheated out of his experience. Sorry. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. Now, where were we? Out of time. We were at the... No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Are we out of time? No, not no. yet. Um, but uh, let's talk he, about the Writers Guild Association and the strike that might be happening. So I think they're going to go on strike. <laughs> That's sort of my guess. I mean, we're, we're just a few days away. May 1st is when a Writers Guild of America strike would begin. Um, that's the earliest that, that it can start. And so what they're now doing is the Guild is sort of ramping up their communication thinking, well, this could happen, because bear in mind, there are some people who are writers 
but they are also, so they're in the Writers Guild, but they're also directors. Oh, yes. Or they could also be producers. So there's an overlap, so, yeah. They call them hyphenates, right? Writer dash director dash producer, whatever. Sure. Um, so they say that uh, the Guild has said WGA members who are also producers, performers, or directors would be legally allowed to continue working provided that they do not perform any writing services. However, they go on to say the Guild strongly believes that no member should cross a WGA picket line or enter the premises of a struck company for any purpose. Under applicable law, however, the Guild may not discipline a hyphenate for performing purely non-writing services. And a separate way of reading that is essentially, you can, but we don't think it's cool. Legally, we can't do anything, but we think that it's it's not cool. But, but you're still listen, a scab. Directors, you're still a scab, even though it would be like, um, you know, let's say if you were a board operator here, all right, like Ellie's running the board. Uh, and if you were on-air talent and you hosted your own weekend show, then essentially if the board operators went on strike, it would be legal for Ellie to come in um, and cross the line, but it would be frowned upon, even if she was just coming to do her own on-air I'm talent show on the weekend. To run the board, right? It's just like a disservice to the solidarity that they look for in a strike, but it puts some of these other people in a weird position. That being said, I wonder what's going to happen to production. You know, they say the whole fourth quarter of the box office is what could be at risk here because a lot of things that are coming up in, in movies have seen a boom recently in theaters, right? I mean, look at Super Mario Brothers, Avatar, like movie theaters yeah, are back. Yeah. CinemaCon Very is going on so. right now in Las Vegas where they're touting all these big movies that are going to be coming to theaters. This is when studios and movie exhibitors all right. get together. Oh my gosh, the timing. in jeopardy. For the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter, if you forget, that's the Christmas season. That's the Oscar season of, of uh, projects that would be coming right, out. Right, so, right. Anyway, we'll be we'll be waiting, but they need to make a deal, and they need to make it soon, because May 1st is approaching. All right. Uh, Ellie's going to have a dirt alert when we come back. And then, Steve, you started a show that I've been talking about.